What's cracking? Big dogs. Welcome, bike, to the channel. Welcome, bike, to the headquarters. We are live. I haven't done a live stream in a minute. We did it with Animal and Snacks on Fade the Public, and we had like 500 people in here, man. I was like, I should do some more live streams. Thus, I'm doing a fucking live stream. I've been up since 6 a.m. working. Um, as I've mentioned previously... Uh, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do today. We're going to hang out with you guys. We're going to watch a little preseason. I'm going to do a fantasy draft, okay? And I actually fucked up the title because this is not a $250,000 fantasy draft. This is a $1,001,000 fantasy draft. The top prize, the top place, the winner of this league wins over a million dollars. And it's a $25 buy-in, okay? And you want to know why I have the money to throw around into leagues like this? Because I'm fucking fire on my picks. Underdog, a lot of you guys that are being introduced to the Underdog platform, which is the number one place to be doing your fantasy football drafts, to practice, to do mock drafts, to do best ball drafts, Underdog Fantasy, link is in the description. They also have pick'em games, guys. They have a fantastic selection of pick'em games, and I don't think there's an easier niche there's an easier place to uh to make money during the preseason than pick'em games it's it's really really fucking easy um all you have to do is understand who's going to be playing in the games and you'll basically nail the over on all of these so we hit chris evans over yesterday cincinnati running back i just knew they weren't going to play Mixon, and he's probably the next guy up that they want to actually see get some work in Jameis winston and Taysom hill are both gonna you know they both need to be playing uh, a lot right now because I need to know who wins that quarterback competition. So they're not going to be sitting either of those guys. Jason, J James Winston, Taysom Hill, whatever it is. I'm just saying underdog has more than just best ball, by the way. So if you're into other sports, they have really, really good pick them selections. I don't do MLB. Uh, and this is the last preseason game on the docket right now. So um, they're already middle of the game. So I can't do any pick for you live. But during this actual season, we are going to be raking on the pick'em. So make sure you are signed up on Underdog, all right? Underdog Fantasy app is the first link in the description. Okay, so we're going to do a big draft on Underdog, and it's called the Best Ball Mania. I'm upset because my favorite, my favorite, my favorite, my favorite draft on this website was actually something they introduced really recently called the Puppy. And Best Ball Mania is almost like a GPP, like a guaranteed prize pool, right? If you play DraftKings and you, you enter into like the million-dollar tournament or whatever, um... It's like that, but for best ball. It's cool. And they opened one for Best Ball Mania, which is a $25 buy-in. The top prize is a million and one dollars. They opened one to um for the puppy, and it's a five dollar buy-in, and the top prize is two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And that's fun because I like to do five, ten drafts at a time, so I can enter uh, you know, ten puppy drafts and rake it in. So Uh, I'm going to jump into a best ball mania draft because, again, we nailed our fucking pick them and your boy is raking right now. $76 in the account. Feeling like it was just fucking Christmas and my relatives just gave me fucking the revenue. The fucking revenue. So I'm feeling good. We're going to enter into a best ball mania. Uh, obviously, any of you guys that are out there watching right now, we're going to have to wait for one of these bad boys to fill up. We're going to do a fast draft. 
I'm not sure how quickly these fill up. I haven't done a lot of the best ball manias, to be honest. Um, so these may or may not fill up quickly. There's probably going to be a couple spot. Okay, never mind. They're filled. Whoopsies. Oh, no. Oh, no. Where are you? See, this is how many drafts I really have running at, at, in, at one time. I can't figure out where I fucking put this draft. Where's best ball mania? There we go. Starts in 45 seconds. Uh, so sorry if any of you guys wanted to jump in with me. I can't. This isn't actually a shareable link. But regardless. Okay, so here's what we're doing today. This is a 12-teamer. I will be picking from the 8 spot. Now, this is, this is going to be uh, a little bit different than some of you guys are used to. And I'm not going to say this is going to be a good representation of like a mock draft that you would be really doing for fantasy football. Because... When you're playing in these tournament games, you're always shooting for upside, right? Like you're you're playing against a million other teams, right? So you need the best case scenario to happen to your team. These drafts are just really fun to do. Give me a second. There's just there's just so only so many times I can hear the word fucking David Moore behind my head before I lose my shit. Um, but I'm gonna take you through the draft as always and just. You know, I think what's more important is to listen to my player analysis than the teams that I draft. Because if you fucking go by the teams that I draft, oh boy, oh boy, you're gonna be you're gonna be hurting by the end of the year. Uh, so again, the, these are these are teams when you're entering the best ball mania, when you're entering the puppy or whatever. And you guys could do so if you deposit ten dollars on Underdog right now uh, and you use the promo code BDGE, you're getting a free twenty five. You're basically basically getting a free entry into the best ball mania, which is fucking dope. Uh, basically, how these work is like you have to, I believe you have to win your league in the first maybe 12 or 13 weeks. And then you go against like everybody that's left in the best ball mania. And then you got to be like a top scoring team for that week and then move on to the, be the top scoring team for that week. One person wins the million dollar prize. And there's a lot more prizes underneath it, obviously, that get into the cash. And uh, I actually met the dude who won the best ball mania last year. His name's Justin Herzik. I follow him on Twitter. Um, he had a lot of insightful strategies that he bestowed upon us when we were down in Miami for the NFL draft. It's a nice guy. Um, so that being said, you know, we'll make our picks and we'll talk about them a little bit, but I kind of wanted to just hop on and do some Q and a with you guys, hang out a little bit. Uh, again, I've been up since really, really early working on the draft guide that we are projecting to launch tomorrow around noon Eastern time. So we have a lot of loose ends to tie up, but I just want to, uh, to hang out and say, uh, that I fucking hate all of you. I'm just kidding. I love you guys. So we've got the first five picks off the board. C-Mac, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Zeke. This is what I love about underdog, man. Like, I just, I tell them what to do, and they just do it within, like, five seconds. They put the positional rankings next to the players. And I'm sitting here at the 108, and Devontae Adams off the board, Travis Kelsey. You'll see all the guys that have, like, a ceiling. All the guys that can give you positional advantages. All the guys that have a lot of upside will go off really quickly. And people want to take these... Uh, these these lineups that are enticing right these lineups that have uh cool stacks and these lineups that have unique builds you'll see a lot of unique teams being built in a in a format like this when uh when people are playing for the million dollars because again you have to have a unique team to separate yourself from the other million teams that are entered into this thing uh you have to have a uh, a defined kind of strategy a lot of the times um looking at different weird things that would that would kind of put you ahead of the ahead of the pack right so that's kind of what i'm getting at so you'll see guys like travis kelsey pushed up you'll see guys like Devontae adams pushed up and what i've actually noticed recently i've been doing a lot of the puppy drafts is running backs are getting pushed back later and later and later like i'm continuously 
able to get guys like, uh, you know, I'm not in love with Miles Sanders, but he's been dropping to like the fifth or sixth round. And I'm like, at that point, you know, I've found myself starting a lot of teams with like three to four running backs in the first four or five picks, and I don't love it. But uh, but I also don't don't hate it. All right, so we'll make our next pick, and then we will uh, we'll dive into the chat for some Q and A, and you guys can assault me with any questions that you may have. Again, though, if y'all want to um, if y'all want to draft an underdog, the ADP is super sharp. If you are um, if you are getting into getting prepped for your draft right now, we're gonna do a full twelve team mock draft tomorrow. Uh, on the on the channel, but you can sign up and do any of these drafts. So download the underdog app, really, really sharp. Everyone's playing for at least $3 per draft, and you win money, obviously, if you win the league or finish top three. So, you know, it, it's fun. You don't do anything in season, uh, but it's the best place to prep for your draft. So underdog fantasy, use promo code BDGE when you drop 10 bucks there, and they'll give you $25 free dollars on top of that to play. Best deal in the world. So in these types of formats, you're going to see a lot of guys like, uh, oh, Joe Mixon's falling there. And you guys know that my strategy is typically going at running back, running back and redraft rankings. But since this is a, you know, a high upside type league, we're trying to trying to win that fucking money. What I'm going to do is something uncharacteristic of me and something that you guys uh, will probably not really see me ever do again. And it's grab DeAndre Hopkins here because what I'm going to do is is go for a stack that I believe has real, real upside here. I've been trying to get Kyler Murray in basically all my fucking drafts. Um, the last like 10 drafts on Underdog I've done, I've, I've taken Kyler Murray in basically all of them because I wanted to up my exposure as far as I could. So in these leagues, you want to do stacks because when you get to the million-dollar rounds and you're getting tweaks 14, 15, and 16, realistically, the only way you hit is if you have a lot of teams. There's going to be just a few teams each week towards the end of the season, right? If you see uh, a few teams each week towards the end of the season, weeks 14, 15, 16, that blow up, right? They blow up like one offense will have a an enormous performance. If you don't guys if you guys don't have those players on your team, you're probably knocked out of the best ball mania. Okay. Um, so basically stacking is even more important in league settings like this because you need a condensed group of players that all pop off together. Like if Kyler Murray goes off for four hundred yards, uh, you know, a hundred rushing yards in week fifteen. There's a good chance that DeAndre Hopkins just ate as well, and uh, and that's what we're looking for. So I'm gonna, my, I mean, my my strategy is gonna try to get Kyler Murray. I know there's some people probably in the chat right now that are also in this draft because I see a lot of familiar names, Dylan David Lee. Uh, I think someone Austin maybe dropped in the chat that he was that I just sniped him on Aaron Jones. So if I don't get Kyler, I'm, I'm fucked. But let's uh, let's jump into the chat a little bit. See what's what's cracking. Thank you guys for the, the super chats. I really, really, really appreciate it. How much to go live with me for my draft? Uh, you can't afford me. Trust me. And by that, I mean I have just fucking absolutely no interest. Money money cannot buy my, my slavery. How do the Patreon members get access again? What do you mean? I don't know what you mean. But, all right, sorry. We're going to stick to fantasy questions right now. We'll stick to some logistics of the new website a little bit later. Pop up the comments here. Expand on the AJ pick considering his hammy. Uh, I'm not I'm not really too worried about um, about Aaron Jones right now with the hammy because, again, when, when he suffered the hamstring injury, he was um, – we were like a month out. And he had like a full month to recover from this. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. We haven't heard anything about it being like a grade two. We haven't heard anything about it 
set back. I'm, I'm not worried about Aaron Jones at, at all right now. And uh, he has just too much upside, touchdown upside, reception upside there in this offense. Animal. We have a lot of animal questions. Animal survive. Is animal good? Um, oh, just to hang out. I mean, listen, you want to pay for my flight and uh, and get me drunk off Margs, man? I'll fucking pull up. Where you at, John? Where's your, what's your locay? Send me that pin. Um, so animal, yeah, for those of y'all that are just hanging out right now, you're just jumping in animal did our loser punishment for our league, which, uh, he went one and 13 last year. He had to stay in the woods behind my friend's house, like in a legitimate woods, um, for 18 hours. He went in yesterday at two fifteen PM and he walked out at 8 AM this morning. The vlog and the videos will be coming out. I think animals alive for all I know, unless someone in the woods killed him, took his phone and responded to us this morning. He's been tweeting, so he's alive. He's alive. It was hot yesterday. I would have fucking... I would have climbed up a tree and jumped up right off. Okay, so we're sitting here in the three. Did a little tree turn. And I'm telling you, these, these running backs are starting to move further and further back in the ADP here, which I'm really finding interesting. And it's making me want to play more tournament plays and go with wide receivers earlier on. Like, go with the second-round wide receiver, because I know... Normally, I feel like David Montgomery, Chris Carson, these types of guys are not sitting there at the end of the third round, uh, kind of just waiting for you to to pluck them up. So I'll take Demon at the end of the third round. I'll take Chris Carson at the end of the third round. I, I'll diversify a little bit. Um, and I think I'll even be able to go with a wide receiver in the fourth round and then still grab, you know, fifth or sixth round. Miles Sanders or something like that. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, the running backs were flying off the board now. This is fucking bullshit. You guys are you guys are fucking jerks. Hello, everybody out there. What's up? Um, yeah, I didn't get to watch as much uh, as much preseason football this weekend as I would have liked to. Unfortunately, I was uh, I went out to the comedy cellar on Friday night. So I was out with a few of my friends and we got fucking blitzed. I haven't been that that pickled in a minute um so that kind of ruined my saturday but saturday was spent traveling into jersey to go watch animal go into the woods watch a little bit of the preseason but there have been some some uh some good takeaways i think so far what do you guys what, do, what have you guys seen in the preseason that you think is impactful or that you want me to expand upon what my thoughts are we can kind of run from there because a lot of preseason action happening right now and um the shit is important Snaps and, and route trees and fucking uh, usage rates on... Oh, boy. What did we do? And usage rates on on uh, on starting... on uh, When the starting roster is out there and shit. It's very important in the preseason. Okay, where the fuck are we here? So this is ridiculous. Fuck the radio. See, this is what I mean. Like, you get guys going. This guy paid $25 to be in the draft, so he's not fucking around. But you get guys taking Kareem Hunt, right? Like, they they took three of the best wide receivers. And then because the way you have to draft is look at it this way. You have to draft assuming, because there's a million people, you know you're not going to win. But you have to draft assuming that all of your players, all of your players hit. Best case scenario hits for all of your players. And if that's the case, Diggs, Ridley, Cooper, plus a guy like Kareem Hunt, like obviously the best case scenario for Kareem Hunt would be Nick Chubb being out for the season. And Kareem Hunt takes the RB1 role, but you get him at the RB4 price or whatever. Like that's that's kind of how a lot of people attack these drafts. And it makes sense. You just have to go into the draft saying, okay, I'm hitting the maximum upside on every pick that I make here. 
and you draft accordingly. I'm going to have to end up taking fucking uh, Kyler Murray here. I don't know if Kyler will drop to me. Yeah, I think he... I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't care, actually. Whatever. Fuck you guys. Evans, Cooper Cup. I, I haven't been taking a lot of Tampa Bay wide receivers, honestly. I think what I might try to do, actually... I have a little bit of a plan here. We're going to take Mike Evans here. I don't have a lot of shares of him, but there's there's a, there's a season, there's an outcome where Mike Evans gets back to like 14, 15 touchdowns this year. There, that's in the range of outcomes for him. We like the upside there. So Marlon Mack looks solid. Yeah, I mean, listen, like I don't, I feel like people are, he could have had one carry for four yards and people have been like, Marlon Mack is with the back. Fucking Mack is back. Mike is bike, you know, like it didn't matter, but he looked fine. Yeah. Like I'm not, I, I wasn't expecting him to just absolutely, you know, re-tear his fucking Achilles or anything. We'll see. Longevity is a, is a, uh, longevity is a humbling, uh, is a humbling piece of the cocktail. Okay. So we, we need to see Marlon Mack play a little bit more. We need to see Marlon Mack get through three or four games where he's getting six to eight carries. And then I'll feel like, okay, Marlon Mack looks fine. You know, shouldn't know. Is Najee worth a pick over the likes of CEH, Mixon, and Gibson? Okay, so I I would take Najee over CEH. I would take Najee over Gibson. I think Najee and Mixon, uh, I would take over Gibson. Najee and Mixon are extremely similar players, in my opinion, when it comes to their outlook in fantasy. Because, um, listen, they're, they're on an offense where they're going to be the unquestioned workhorse. They're both behind bad offensive lines. They both have three very good receiving weapons in their offense that are going to command a lot of targets. I think Najee Harris's receiving upside might be a little higher than Mixon's. Uh, or maybe I should say floor, because I think Mixon's maybe a little bit higher just because that team is probably going to pass more and that team is better. Najee's running upside is definitely higher than Mixon's because this is going to be a great defense, obviously. So Najee's going to uh, command a lot of running. That's just the style of play that they're going to want to probably push towards. Uh, so I would I would probably take Najee over those guys. I don't like what we saw in the Washington's game. I don't like that we keep seeing Gibson taken out and pass down situations on third downs. Like I think they're telling us again that they very much plan on using J.D. McKissick in all mo- most of the passing situations and in like two-minute drills, four-minute drills. And that's such a big chunk of upside for fantasy players. Is M. Garrison in this fucking chat? Is M. Garrison in this motherfucking chat? On a motherfucking Sunday. You fucking... Um, yeah, what's good, everybody? Hi, we got about 500 people in here. Why don't we, uh, why don't, why don't we, why don't we mess around and, and click the thumbs up button? That would be a good time. I would really appreciate that. Uh, that would also make YouTube show my... Show my uh, video to more people, which would be a great birthday present for me. And I would really love that from you guys. So if you're in here and you're just hanging out, thumbs up would be greatly appreciated. So Kyler Murray's off the board. We love to see that. You're a fucking loser, Garrison. Let me see your shitty ass team. Yeah, your team's fucking stinks anyways. Never had a chance. Um. Oh boy, we got a lot of questions coming in. Thirteen touchdowns for Evans in twenty twenty was a career high. What is he talking about? Yeah, and this is seventeen year game season. This is the second year with Brady. In his first season with Brady, he rips it off. 
Why can't he do it again? Plus, he's banged up most of the year. Uh, another player I'm definitely concerned about based on the preseason usage thus far is Miles Gaskin. He should be very, 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 very far down boards at this point. Like, he should not be being taken. Like, he's probably going to drop to the seventh, eighth round at this point now. Um, so it's not looking good. Uh, Buffalo's sitting there. Josh Allen's sitting there. That's nice, but I think we're going to pass on that to go for more upside, and I think the upside right now uh, is not at running back. I'll tell you that. It's probably Chase Claypool. He's probably the highest upside player still available on the board. So, so far we started Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, D-Hop, Mike Evans, Chase Claypool. He's not a guy I'm really targeting in redraft. I just think there's just too many... Uh, there's too many, too many. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success players in Pittsburgh that we feel like is going to get their nut off, but I don't think it's going to happen. So redraft, I think he's a little bit riskier than than a tournament like this where you're just shooting for upside. Uh, yeah, Miles Gaskin was sharing the the workload with Malcolm Brown. Which I think Salvan Ahmed is honestly like not that much worse than uh, Miles Gaskin is. This is going to be a committee. Uh, but all the rookie quarterbacks have looked fucking fantastic. Um, you know, I, may, I had a tweet about Mac Jones's yards per attempt, and I, I didn't watch the fucking game, so like I was actually asking why people were going nuts after his yards per attempt total was like four seven. Mac Jones looked. Good. I went back and watched the game. Mac Jones looked very good, very poised. Um, I'd be really confident if I was a New England fan. Trey Lance obviously looked like a fucking beast. Justin Fields looked fantastic. Zach Wilson looked good, um, and Trevor Lawrence, yeah, looked fine too. So like. Trevor Lawrence to make a lot of tight window throws. You know, yeah, there were some missteps, but I think that's going to happen with that new offense. It's super quirky. A lot of new weapons that he's working with. But, like, yeah, all, all of the rookie quarterbacks looked fucking great, man. This is a really good class. That's why I wanted to invest so heavily in them in Dynasty startups and stuff. How do I do? Oh, there you go. I never play in night mode. Oh, that is pretty sexy. Wow, that looks a stream look that makes the stream look way sexier. What have I been doing? All right, so we're up. Oh, I would have loved to have grabbed uh Hawkinson there, but we missed out on Hawk. We don't have any Seattle wide receivers, so I'm probably not gonna grab Russell Wilson right now. 
Uh, I don't mind Trey Sermon here, honestly. I don't mind Damian Harris or Mike Davis. Oh, we're going to time out. I'm actually going to do something insane here that you guys are going to hate me for. I'm going to take Antonio Brown. No, 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 no. Fuck you, Robbie Anderson. I don't want no fucking Robbie Anderson. Uh, okay, well, I want Antonio Brown. And now since some of y'all are in chat, definitely not going to come back to me. But I would have had a nice Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin stack, or Mike Evans stack. And then, you know, best case scenario, if something happens to Godwin and it's a funnel towards Brady and Godwin and, and fucking Brown, whatever. Um, what else we got? God, I'm sorry. It's not actually my birthday. It's my birthday at the end of August. Tim, you're like, you're like, uh, you're like the most, um, you're like the most cliche person of all time. You're like, uh, you've literally been a subscriber of mine for like four years and every comment you put out is a negative comment. You're like my hater who doesn't know that he actually loves me. It's kind of sad. It's crazy. Like you've been such a follower for so long, but everything you post is, is negative, but you can't stop posting. Like you're sitting here using your entire day just to watch me and I appreciate you for that but I wish you would get some help okay so let's talk some players Robbie Anderson uh he's just wildly unexciting at the 6-5 I don't see a lot of upside to be honest with you uh he had so many targets last year and he was fine but he didn't he did very little with them if that volume numbers come down comes down at all I don't know. I'm not really trying to push the narrative of Darnold and Robbie Anderson together because, listen, it wasn't like that great at any point during their career. You know, it's fun to waste your breath talking about it, but it really wasn't that great. Robbie Anderson, the seventh, eighth round, a lot more comfortable with that. Russell Wilson, Debo Samuel. I love me some Debo. I wonder when uh, Trey Lance is going to go off the board because he's going to be starting sooner way rather than later, man. Trey Lance is going to get into the lineup and just fucking destroy things. I had a, I think I had a puppy draft or a best ball, or a ma best ball mania draft where I took – Ayuk fourth, Debo Samuel sixth, and then I, Trey Lance didn't drop back to me. I was a fucking idiot. I should have reached up for him, and I didn't, and then I missed him, and it hurted. Mark Andrews, another very, very uninspiring pick, but I guess he's a little sexier now because we have so many guys dealing with, uh, dealing with injuries on that Baltimore receiving group. We have Rashad Bateman. We have Marquise Brown, both dealing with injuries. So I guess again he becomes like the premier target. That is just that is just not a good pick. Michael Hardman fucking stinks. Listed as a wide receiver too, still getting half the snaps as Demarcus Robinson. Still getting half the snaps. He's never gonna be a fucking thing. Tyler Boyd. I'm fine with Boyd, I guess. Doesn't have a lot of upside. Trey Sermon, baller. Let's see. Uh, all right. So we're sitting here. We've got four wide receivers. Let's see. Okay. You know what? Uh, I kind of like I kind of like Chase Edmonds here at the seventh. I feel like he has a lot more upside than, than actually given credit for. Like, we know he's going to catch 50 to 60 passes. If something happens to James Conner and, and they give Chase Edmonds, they've showed that they can give Chase Edmonds a big, 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 big role. You know, 25 carries. We've seen it in a game before, and we've seen a couple of years ago more carries than that. Uh. I think Chase Edmonds has probably higher upside than most of the players that you can get down here. 
You know, you look at Damian Harris, sure, his upside's capped because he's not going to catch passes. Raheem Mostert's going to be a committee guy with weekly upside, big plays, but I don't think he has, like, overall upside for the season. A.J. Dillon has monster upside, but I already have Aaron Jones, so it doesn't make sense to take a guy like A.J. Dillon uh, when we're only shooting for upside in best-case scenario because we need every roster spot that we can get to make it worth it. Uh, James Robinson, eh, see what else we got finally you guys are stopped taking fucking dallas goddard in the seventh round what else are we doing here boys how we doing how we doing how we doing Damn, all right, y'all. Y'all didn't have to fucking, uh, y'all didn't have to, like, destroy Tim. I just needed to put him on notice for a minute. Because, listen, it's Sunday. Like, sometimes I get depressed on Sunday when people are mean to me. When people are mean to me, uh, I can't control myself. Happy birthday, Lewis. Everyone wish Lewis a happy birthday. Send him some nudes or something. Jefferson or Keenan? I like Keenan. I like Keenan more. That might be a cold fucking take looking back, but I love Keenan in this offense with Justin Herbert. And uh, ah, Jefferson's a little banged up already, but I, I, I'm not. I'm not really worried about his injury. I just, I'm just like stupidly high on Keenan Allen this year. Keenan or McLaurin? Oh, easily Keenan. If I'm going to take Keenan over uh, fucking Jefferson, it's definitely over McLaurin. Lance not playing this year. That's the worst take I've fucking seen, and I, I'm very active on fantasy football Twitter, so that should t- tell you something. Yeah, so fuck all y'all that took other Tampa Bay wide receivers. I get my fucking guy, Tom Brady. That's the only thing that mattered to me. I probably should have taken Damian Harris there, goddamn. That don't matter. Nick, work league. I know Waller Kittle going to be gone in the third round. Do I take Waller to the 2-5 spot? Tight ends get two PPR in our league. Uh, if you're double if you're double PPR, if it's like a tight end premium, I'm okay, I'm okay with Waller up there. Uh, I'm fine with it. Listen, if you get to that spot and it's like you're debating between Waller and a wide receiver, I would probably just take the wide uh, I would take Waller. I actually went off today. I was writing the Bible, the BDGE Bible, and I was doing the tight end positional write-up part. I don't know why I did this, but I just I, I used an analogy for the entire the entire tight end write up of going to a college frat party and I compared every fantasy tight end to a different type of girl that you see at a party um, and whether or not you should try to pursue them at the party relative to their like what they are in a fantasy draft actually came out like fucking amazing. I was like, this is the coolest shit I've ever written. I didn't even know how it came out my brain, um, but draft guy dropping tomorrow stay tuned for the bible i don't know if the bible is going to come out tomorrow or not uh because i'm still working on it and that's a very in-depth piece obviously and i want to do it as close to like the actual season kickoff as possible so that it's all up to date and whatnot uh but the tight end section is fucking is tight tight end section is tight 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 so stay looking out for that what else we got what else we got so we've got uh damian harris then we've got dj chark is completely off my board ronald jones i I haven't pulled the trigger on Ronald Jones since fucking probably 2020. 
I would take James Robinson over Ronald Jones. Brandon Cooks, fine. Marine Mostert, whatever. This is the truest fucking statement I've ever seen. Nigger Glow on fantasy counter saving the fantasy community. What's that guy up to? He blocked me on Instagram. I don't think he does anything else, right? Michael Strachan looks good. Is it Strachan? Strachan? Stra- I don't know how to say his last name, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, he's, he actually moved up Mike's dynasty rankings, which are in the draft guide as well. He's a, he's a, he's a very intriguing name at this point. He's making, he's making a lot of noise. He's making a lot of buzz and he's making a lot of plays. Jalen Waddle. I'm getting higher and higher on Jalen Waddle too. He's a guy that I actually really want in this format. That was a good pick by Garrison. I like that pick. Besides him being a cunt and taking Kyler Murray, the, the Garrison pick for Waddle is nice. Waddle's so explosive. I just feel like he's going to be one of those guys that by the end of the season, he's making big plays like every fucking week. The Dolphins are banged up at wide receiver right now. Fuller's got the foot injury. I think Parker was out for some time. Gasicki stinks. You know, I I, I think Jalen Waddle might just explode for for a monster year. Maybe not right away, but I I, I have a I have a lot of confidence in what Waddle's going to do this year. Speaking of another rookie wide receiver, Terrace Marshall. Let's go. It's Terrace, by the way. Um. Yeah, dude, Terrace Marshall is a baller. I love Terrace Marshall, and uh, in in my biggest rookie in my biggest dynasty league um in my biggest ooh uh in my biggest dynasty league I had two rookie picks this year and it was the 2425 Terrace Marshall Trey Sermon bike to bike loving those investments at this point See, A.J. Dillon at 9-4 is a really good pick in this type of format I feel like here's the thing like if if Aaron Jones goes down Everyone who's got A.J. Dillon in this format, like, probably advances. It's kind of fucked up, but it's the truth. It's God's honest truth, brother. Ah, nice pick on Elijah Moore. I was going to take Elijah Moore there. Yeah, we just keep letting him fall. Let's go. What else we got here? Marquise Brown, Devontae Parker, Marvin Jones looking like the real wide receiver one out there in Jacksonville. I've been trying to tell you. I've been trying to tell you. What else we got here? Uh, I kind of like Zach Moss, too. Uh, is he dealing with a hamstring injury now? Fuck. Fuck. Oh, boy. Oh, no. You know what we do here? This is where we shoot for upside on a guy like Pollard. In the million dollar... What the fuck? All right. We're officially Dallas Goddard fans now. He's officially the best pick in fantasy football drafts at the 9-8. God damn it. You think I'd learn a $25 buy-in? You think I'd stop fucking auto-drafting players? Fuck. Whatever. I'm over it. I'm over this shit. Hello, everybody. Thoughts on Cortland Sutton? Uh, He is... In that camp of people who I am very worried about because of the ACL. I'm worried about him starting slow. Uh, Same thing with a couple other players coming off big injuries and starting slow or whatever, dude. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm worried about Cortland Sutton. He's, He's definitely off my board for right now until he drops tremendously tremendously i can't say tremendously without feeling like fucking action bronson you guys want to see the draft board here we go here's a draft board for you spoiled cunts so let me 
open it up. Yo, the night mode is fucking clean. Why haven't I been drafting like this forever? What's wrong with me? I think I know my product. All right, so we've got the draft board here. Let me minimize myself. Where did J.K. Dobbins go? At 27. At the 3-3. Okay. I'm a really big fan of J.K. Dobbins this year. He keeps moving higher and higher up my board. Oh, fuck. I'm about to be on the clock. Of course, Tyler took fucking Tony Pollard right before I was getting in there. Fucking ratchet-ass little hose. Ah, Trey Lance. Good job. I forgot he was still on the board. How is he dropping to the 10th still? That's honestly a fucking travesty. My ass took Tom Brady at 8. Uh, Melvin, James Conner, Leonard Fournette. You might think I'm crazy, but I feel like Leonard Fournette has some upside. I feel like... Uh, I'm actually going to take... I'm actually going to take Gus Edwards. Uh, fuck, I took Latavius, but that's fine. Oh my fucking God. I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the fuck you guys want me to do anymore. <sighs> fuck. Whatever. This team's fucking shot anyways. Let's just talk. Let's just hang out. Let's seduce each other. Hey, everybody. Daniel, sometimes I tell you what. Sometimes it really don't feel like that, but I appreciate you. Oh, Zach Moss is the hamstring injury. Yeah, we worried. Uh, Tiago, we love we love them Latinas, baby. Who do you think is better value at their current ADP, Ayuk or Debo? Man, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, as I've become, I don't give a fuck about value realistically. I just want the best players, and I really think Ayuk is an absolute stud. I don't mind either of them, but like I'm here. here, Here's the difference when it comes to value. Debo, I'll take if he drops to me. I'm fine drafting him. I'm not avoiding him. But Ayuk feels like to me a player you should be going out of your way to actually target. Irv Smith breakout this year. Yeah, I feel like the hate has gone too far. I feel like he is a fantastic fucking candidate to break out. Uh, he is a... He is a... Um, in a target funnel offense where... Everything is going to go to three, three, four players. Like, everything past the line of scrimmage is going to go to Jefferson, Thielen, or Irv Smith. Very similar to Tennessee. Like, I don't really hate Anthony Ferkser. They have nobody else to throw the ball to. It's Julio, it's A.J. Brown, and they don't even, not like, like where Dalvin Cook at least catches a lot of passes, Derrick Henry ain't catching shit. So you're talking about an offense who's not pass heavy, but still like only three targets. I think Anthony Ferkser is a low-key good pick still this year as well. Will the Bible be included in the draft guide when it's ready? Yes, sir, it will, Michael. The Bible will be in the draft guide. It is one of the exclusive uh, pieces that we put in there.
Is Eckler at 108 a reach in full PPR? No, I don't think so. Not in full PPR. Uncle Nick, with your rankings, you should also put players into tiers. Uh, I did that one year. The problem is that we have so many different tiers or so many different rankings. We have we have dynasty, a rookie. We have season long, but then season long we have one quarterback overall, super flex overall, then positional broken down by PPR, half PPR standard. And there's just like no software or format that I can actually have tiers for every single one of those rankings. Otherwise, I'd literally spend all day, every day formatting that. And uh, I'm going to be honest, I just don't care that much. Like, I would like to do one. If if you guys, I know you guys would rather have, you guys would rather have me do different rankings. Like, you could choose one or the other. Like I can do a, two, a top 200 big board that's straight up just like, here are my top 200 players for fantasy, my rankings. But they wouldn't be split up into PPR standard, half PPR. They would just be like your general consensus of best players. And I can do tiers that way. But I think most of you guys would rather have it where it's like, a little bit customizable to your league if you are playing in PPR, a half PPR standard. I would love to just next year straight up do a top 200 big board super flex and tier it out. And that would be my only rankings. I don't know why I don't do that. But that's that might be what I do next year. Yeah, this is a pretty good stack, man. DK and uh, DK and Russell Wilson. Yeah, so if y'all are not on underdog yet, if y'all are not on underdog yet, please, 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 please go sign up. Um, please go sign up on underdog, man, and woman's. Uh, they're get, they have such a good promo running right now that you literally, when you deposit ten bucks. You get $25 on top of that. So you literally got $35. You can do 11 $3 drafts. And by the time you're done with those drafts, you're going to be so fucking prepped. You're going to be so fucking prepped for your fantasy draft that your shirt's going to be tucked in with a fucking tie on. That's how prepped we're going to be. Fucking Abercrombie and Fitch in this motherfucker. So go. And you're going to have $2 left over. You can buy some fucking seltzer water. You can buy some seltzer water. Promo code BDG when you deposit ten bucks, they're giving you twenty five dollars on top of it. Who did I take on my last pick? Did I just black out? I took us Edwards. Sick, sick. I'm gonna take my fifth running back here. I'm gonna take uh, Latavius Murray and be done with it because I think he's got upside. If Kamar dies, Latavius Murray gonna be pretty good. Heard it here first. Jerry Judy thoughts. Uh, good ball player. Drew Locke looked fucking great, though. And if Drew Locke is a quarterback, I'm not sure I'm too excited about that for Judy. I would rather have Teddy under under center, and I would rather have fucking Tyler Same in the execution chair right now. It's fucking so rude. What wide receivers are we looking at? Oh, oh. So there's three wide receivers that you guys need to start absolutely hammering away at anywhere from the 12th to 15th round. Uh, outside of Emmanuel Sanders, who I fucking love. Jacoby Myers, Brian Edwards, and Marquez Callaway are all going to be things this year in fantasy football. I promise you. These are these are some of the best late-round picks you can make at wide receiver if you're needy at the position. Jacoby Myers is going to be the wide receiver one in New England. 
Emmanuel Sanders is going to put up a shitload of volume. Brian Edwards has an alpha build and could absolutely break out as an alpha this year in Las Vegas. And Marquez Callaway is going to be the guy while Michael, Michael Thomas is gone. Those four players are uh, are guys that you should have as your wide receiver threes on your team if you're fading wide receivers like I am. I might not even draft a wide receiver and then just draft those four guys. Those are my favorite sleeper wide receivers right now. How do you feel about Gronk? Ugh, I mean, I'm going to take him because I got Brady on my team. Gronk's like, uh, Gronk's, Gronk's, I don't fucking know, dude. I just assume Tom Brady's, Tom Brady's going to throw for 40 touchdowns and Gronk and Evans will probably combine for about 35 of them. I, I, I like Gronk. I like Gronk as like a, I, I don't know if I'm comfortable taking him to be like my starter in a 12 team league, but I'll take him as my tight end too and see if he's, if he's uh fully bike, you know? Yeah, animals alive. Unfortunately, what do we got going on in the in the chizzy in the chizzy chat? Tell you what, these eighteen round drafts are long as shit. They are long. They are big long. I forget how tired I am when they start. Shout out to Cameron who just bought a sticker on our store. Sick, fucking sick. I was worried about how I was gonna pay my rent this month. I'm no longer worried. What's going on out here? What's going on out here in the streets? In the YouTube streets? Only five likes. How do we only have five likes right now? It's so rude. What do you think about Gaskin yesterday? Yeah, I, I covered this before, but yeah, we're we're off Gaskin anywhere near his ADP right now after yesterday. That's going to be a committee there. Name one country you really want to travel to. Good question, man. So I, uh, I do a lot of traveling domestically. I feel like we have so many good spots in the U.S. that people kind of just like take for granted. Um, I don't even know what my team looks like at this point. Like my team fucking stinks. Honestly, dude, it's really not that bad. I just keep getting sniped. Uh, that, that pick hurts. Hollywood Brown stinks. It's not like the worst fucking team. Gronk is up at where? Tight end 18. This is probably when I need to grab Gronk if I want to grab him. Is there anyone at running back that I have? You know, let me fucking put his ass in the queue, actually. We have four. four. Put him in the queue as well. Xavier Jones in the queue. Do we have quarterbacks already? No, we didn't have a second quarterback. All right, so we grabbed Gronk there. So now we have Evans, Gronk, and Tom Brady. And, uh, you know, if they explode in weeks like 15 or 16, I'm taking home that Millie. Name one country you really want to travel to. So with uh, with traveling, yeah, I do. I like to do a lot of domestic traveling. I haven't traveled. I've never been to Europe. So I've been to, like, Canada, Mexico, Australia, Thailand. Those are, like, really the only international places I've spent more than, like, 24 hours in i'm getting a weird itch for some reason to go to england though i would really like to go to london i think i'm going to do some traveling as soon as uh as soon as the nfl season is done this year i didn't travel last year obviously because covid but i would like to hop around either the country or uh, other countries outside of the u.s for maybe a month or two 
I wish I wish my my lease here was up right after the NFL season was up, so I didn't have to fucking pay rent while I was traveling, and rather you know have the lease be up than travel. But that's not up until like May first, I don't think, and I don't I don't want to miss the spring in New York. It's the best time in the fucking world. Um, so I'm probably gonna travel to England. I don't know how long I'm gonna stay for. I'll probably book a one way ticket and figure it out from there i feel like london just england just gives off very uh what's the winter like there is it fucking miserable because i want to get out of new york and preferably go somewhere warm for a little while but i guess london's probably london's super similar to new york right that's kind of why i want to go plus like everyone has a sexy ass accent so just like a dub dubs all around anyone out there from london england i'm just trying to meet ted lasso to be honest Yeah, I feel like fucking Debo Debo YouTube is out in full fucking force today, huh? All right, I'll take uh, my fifth running back. And in these types of tournaments, I'm usually only going to take five running backs. Um, yeah, I trust McK- McKissick way more than Xavier Jones to have a real a real shot at, uh, at a workload here. When is the BDGE draft? Uh, do you mean the E-Town get down? Like the fade the public draft? That is always on Labor Day Monday, so this will that'll be uh, September sixth. We actually had our league meeting right before Animal went into the woods yesterday. So the big changes that we made to our league were we're moving from Yahoo to Sleeper. Thank fucking God, we are making it tight end premium. So we're half PPR, but tight ends are going to get a full point PPR this year. And uh, and then usually we do Fab for our waiver wire system, obviously, and it it processes on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and typically we'd have it Sunday as well, but we're actually moving just Sunday over to a free uh, free agency period. So, you know, you can pick up any guys you want on the waiver. So it's Wednesday to Saturday, blind bids. Sunday is free for all because COVID is still around and I feel like we're going to have more missed games than people actually are realizing um, because it's getting pretty contagious again. So I have a feeling we're going to have some random pop-ups where players can't play this year, possibly. So leaving Sunday open. And Sleeper allows you to be that customizable with it, which is cool. You like Corey Davis if he drops far enough? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like fucking... It's kind of like getting like snow caps at the fucking movie theater. It's like if you have no other choice but to get them, you're going you're gonna to talk yourself into enjoying them. It's fine. He's fine. I'm not excited about him, but can we see your team, please? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, here's the roster so far. We got Brady as the quarterback, Aaron Jones, Montgomery, Chase Edmonds, Gus Edwards, J.D. McKissick as the running backs, D-Hop, Mike Evans, Chase Claypool, Robbie Anderson, Hollywood, Brian Edwards, Goddard, and Gronk as the pass catchers. Nick, who would you pick between Judy and Ayuk in PPR League? Uh, it's Ayuk for me. I like Ayuk more, but they're both good picks, obviously. I fuck with you, I shine. Are you still on David Johnson late in drafts, or is Lindsay or Ingram the new play? Definitely not. You're di- no. Here's the thing: you're not you're not drafting Ingram or Lindsay. Um, 
I want to see what happens in the rest of the preseason games. I'm listen, like David Johnson's like 75 years old at this point, or at least his body is. So I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they like rarely play him at all in the regular uh, preseason. And it's not because they're saving him for the regular season, but just because they're worried he'll probably fucking just pass away on the field. Um, Johnson's still my guy, but yeah, I mean, it's not like encouraging seeing him not play and the other guys play or listed as the RB two on the fucking depth chart or whatever. But I still think he'll be the guy that gets most of the touches. I'm, I'm not, if I'm not getting him, I'm not touching any of the other guys. Okay. Now we probably hit uh wide receivers. Oh, we don't have another quarterback. Okay. Uh, yeah. Daniel Jones at the 15, eight. Give me that rushing. Give me that rushing upside. Give me a little bit of that. How we doing? How we doing? What about Traquan? Nah, nah, nope. Holy shit, we got a lot of questions. When do you draft a tight end if you're in a two tight end league? Uh listen, if you don't if you don't grab one of the first guys, I actually don't think it's that dissimilar from regular leagues. Um and I think people might not understand that. So, you know, like if you're in a super flex league, it's really important to have two starting quarterbacks. And you obviously want two starting tight ends as well. The 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 thing that actually disguisingly kills the value of tight ends or like why you shouldn't you don't need to be drafting tight ends that early in this type of league is the fact that if you miss on one of the starting tight ends, like guys, all the tight ends after tight end 10, like really are terrible. Like, you're missing on a guy who's scoring six points per game versus a guy who's scoring four points per game. The overall point system, like, the overall total value of the points that they're going to score are not high. Whereas, like, quarterbacks, yes, you obviously need a second quarterback because you're missing out on a lot of points if you don't, right? Like, a quarterback's floor is 15 points, but a tight end two's floor is, like, fucking three points. So, uh, again, like, if you want to grab one of the, the early guys early, go for it. Um, but to be completely honest with you, I'm not sure having two tight ends starting is, it, it makes it anything like drastically, drastically different for you. I definitely want to have like one solid starter, pretty much similar to Superflex. So I want to have one solid starter, but like, I don't think it's a necessity to have two great tight ends. Have you thought of doing an invite-only underdog draft, 12-man PPR? That way people could, yeah, every single Monday when I do those underdog drafts, those are with people in the Big Dogs audience. They're in the Discord. Those are guys that are in the BDG Discord, and I put the link in there first so they could fill it up with me. They could fucking fill me up like a gas tank. Um, And you can become a Big Dog member on our new website, which again is launching tomorrow, bdge.store. Like, this shit is just crazy. This shit is just crazy. You can't get a better testimonial than that. Followed your advice in all 22 of my leagues last year and came in last place in all 22. Thanks, man. Like, that's the kind of shit. Imagine not buying my products after that. Thank you, Gage. You're the goat. Uh, where art thou? See, I don't mind taking a third quarterback here either. Like, I don't mind taking Taysom Hill. But I equally don't mind taking A.J. Green. You know how many fucking Kyler Murray, A.J. Green stacks I have? It is sickening. It is sickening that people would let me get an elite stack like that. I know he's hurt. I know he's fucking hurt. Don't don't talk to me about A.J. Green. 
Christian Kirk, AJ Green, like all oh, the stacks would have been so nice if you guys just weren't bullies. Now we're done with we're done with running backs for right now. I'm gonna take Green. I don't know why, but I just have an inkling that he's gonna be good this year. Would you draft two elite tight ends in a ten team league? Definitely not. Definitely no. Unless it's like really tight end premiumed up. Unless you're fucking premed up, no. Where are we at? We're at 16-9. Jameson Crowder, Jarek McKinnon. I think Jarek McKinnon is actually a sneaky nice pick in this format as well. One, because Clyde's like straight up not that good of a running back. And two, if something were to happen to Clyde, McKinnon might have a nice little role. Nico Collins, don't hate it. Ramondre Stevenson, the god, after all the fucking slack I took on Twitter about Ramondre Stevenson being fucking goaded. Blasts off for a nice 10, 125, and 2 line. How about that? How about that? Honestly, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he had like 20 carries in the regular season. I love Ramondre. Honestly, never. I've never won Fantasy League in my life. Ever. What's with the Clyde hate, man? I don't hate Clyde. I'm just saying, like, he's just not an amazing running back. Like, just like he could just be an NFL running back and not be Saquon Barkley. Like, he's just straight up. He's just, like, not really athletic. He's not that good. Like, yes, he makes some exciting cuts every once in a while. That's cool. But I think at the end of the day, he's probably, like, an average to maybe a little bit of an above average. Uh running back that's in a really good situation one more question what lower tier tight ends are you high on besides Hawkins and Pitts and Tanya yeah those I mean those are kind of my guys um I like Tanya and I like Irv Smith I really like Jonu Smith as well in that New England offense like I said Ferkser is not terrible uh Gronk and Evan Ingram are like really disgusting tight end twos that I, I don't know I guess I wouldn't really hate CH isn't anything special that's what I mean like listen like he had every opportunity to be an absolute fucking workhorse. So if any, here's here's the way I look at it. Here's the way I look at these these rookie running backs. Okay, I'm not even paying attention. What do I fucking need over here? The way I look at the rookie running backs from last year, the sophomore class this year, had you put to, to, to put look at it this way and then try to argue against me. If you put any of the rookie running backs, you know those top fives, top six guys, even with Gibson. If you put JT, if you put Akers, if you put Swift, Dobbins, or Antonio Gibson into the role that Clyde was given at the beginning of last year, those guys would have been top five, six, seven fantasy running backs. He was handed the keys, the workhorse role to the Chiefs' backfield, and it diminished as the season went on, where all of the other guys 
who are built for workhorse size, who have workhorse uh, upper tier athletic ability, all were flipped. They weren't given big roles as rookies. And then towards the end of the year, popped off and became the workhorses in their backfield. Had any of those guys been in the Chiefs backfield, imagine what we'd be saying about them this year. Those guys would have went fucking nuts last year, okay? So it's easy to just be like, oh, Clyde had this and that and all these excuses for him. But at the end of the fucking day, he had every opportunity to be a world-class fucking return value on his top five. He was a really, really early pick last year, and he just wasn't that good. Sorry. Like, yeah, he's shifty. Again, he, he, he'll have some fucking exciting plays. And he's first-round draft capital, so they're going to give him opportunity. But Last pick. Let's go. Tim Tebow here. How are we feeling about Timmy? That block, man. That block from that clip on Twitter was something else. I don't know how they can cut him after seeing that. Should we get a little Quez Watkins action here? A little Quezzy Quez? Quez popped off a little bit. Let's grab Quez. Let's have a good time. Hey. That's a draft. That concludes my shit team. I got auto draft seven times. God damn. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, that is, uh, that's really all I got for you guys today. I just wanted to pop in, do a little draft action for you. Uh, we will be doing a real 12-team mock draft tomorrow. That's probably more predictive of where draft slots will be going. Uh, again, we'll be on Underdog. So if you actually want to be in the draft for tomorrow's YouTube video, you can go sign up on Underdog underdogfantasy.com but there will be a link in the description i'll take you straight to the app store the apps the app is clean as fuck the app is beautiful um so download that through the link and then when you deposit 10 on there use the promo code bdge and they'll give you 25 free dollars on top of that it's wonderful and then um and then i post in the discord which you guys can sign up for to be a, a member on bdge.store why is my order on hold? Why is my motherfucking order on hold? Oh, boy. Okay. Um, that's all I got for you guys. And uh, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for making my Sunday a little bit better. And I'm out. I love you. Goodbye. Hit the thumbs up. You bish. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.